Hello, this is Zaya Brookside and you're listening to City Wrestling Radio. What's going on, everyone? This is City Wrestling Radio and this is The B Show. I'm your host, Corey Smith, in the Diamond Studio on a cloudy and foggy Saturday morning. 60 degrees. With my co-host. Michael Vergara. How are you today, sir? Oh, you know. Staying warm? You know. Trying? You know. You know. You know. Yeah, you do know. But guys, you don't know, now you know. Hey, you know what? Sometimes you just got to do some research and figure out, and then you know. And now, and now, listener, you know that. And now we get to know together. This is a great start to the show, Corey. <laughs> Thank you guys for tuning in wherever you're tuning in, uh, whether it's KCSF or SoundCloud.com slash City Wrestling Radio or the other plethora of other fine podcast delivery applications, including iTunes, Google, Stitcher, CastBox, and many, many more. Guys, if you want to follow us on social media, it's probably the best way to stay notified when we have a brand new show for you for your listening holes on the side of your head. I know I do. Follow us on on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at CWR four and five, and if you wanna if you wanna look at something and uh, go on that uh, oh, two yeah. of Ubies. Oh yeah, if you want a more visual if you want more visual flair to the CWR brand, that's what I was trying to say. I'm sorry. Yes, uh, please sure to subscribe to our new YouTube channel. We definitely need more subscribers. Uh, it's pretty much just highlights of this very show and other shows such as the Raw Review and Smack It and. Whatever other show we do. Yeah, and these it's there's these little cute little three minute videos at six hundred by six hundred pixel aspect ratio, just you know, to appease the social media end of things. But uh we I pretty much just straight up just snag all not the best best parts of the podcast because you gotta save that for the podcast, but noteworthy stuff. I think you I think you got them with the six hundred by six hundred pixel ratio. Yeah. You really brought them in with that. They're just yeah. like, dude, say no more. All right. In news today, Michael. Hey, give it to me straight, Corey. Nick Miller of TM61. TM61. Or, or I'm sorry, The Mighty. The Mighty with Shane Thorne and Nick Miller. With uh, a yeah. pretty good NXT match that we'll get into later in the show. But what happened? Uh, he uh, he was released by NXT. One of two wow. well, one of two rumored superstars that have been released yesterday. Um, eh, stars is, you know, it's kind of generous. You know what? Stars in their own right, okay? okay. Uh, so it was reported yesterday that that uh, Nick Miller was released by NXT, um, but actually more wow, news Wow, NXT himself, Mr. NXT. Yeah, wow. Mr. NXT, you know what, you're released, I'm sorry. I'm, I feel like he puts on a suit and he's Mr. NXT. Like, he's like Batman of Orlando, Florida, Triple H. Uh, sure. In a, a Batman-esque suit, but says NXT on it. Here's, here's, a, here's a ticket to the show. Go check it out. You win a title, he'll take a picture with you. Yeah, there you go. Um, where was I going with this? Nick Miller was released, uh, according to uh, PW Insider and other sources as well, <clears throat> uh, when his um, profile from the website was taken down. And You know, do, do profiles get taken down after release? Because I feel like even after you get released, your profile is still there. There, there have been, I mean, I think it really depends on the situation. Or like it just got moved to the alumni oh, section. Yeah, yeah. I didn't, I didn't check if it was getting moved to the alumni. Yeah. But uh, I, I didn't figure out why he exactly got released. But do you have any more information on that? Apparently, yeah, there was some additional information out there. It was most, so like the Nick Miller release, it was mostly amicable. He pretty much just asked for it. Just be, uh, he, 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 Nick Miller pretty much asked for his release just because 
of the birth of his first child and so he just wants to spend more time with his family and apparently like the the door is still open with him this is just through his own oh nice so you know wish him the best with uh you know with the family and nick miller uh come back anytime i honestly come back anytime you want to considering what you pulled off in this episode of nxt like the mighty will be will be missed and Honestly, Shane, what's gonna happen to Shane Thorne? Shane Thorne, they, apparently they have big plans for him, uh, cool. I, which I can definitely understand. The guy, five live, maybe uh, he's got a great look. Uh, he certainly knows how to. He's gonna, know. he's gonna fucking, what do you call it? Sink in a sea of uh, great cruiserweights up there, though. They're gonna have Leo Rush, Cedric Alexander, Mustafa Ali, and then WWE's talking about like I've heard rumors of they're going after Kushida. Um, God, Kushida, I don't know, man. I don't, I'm just saying. I mean, know? they're going after everybody. I should, really shouldn't be surprised at that point. No. I, I really shouldn't be surprised at that point. Yeah. Uh, but the, another name that was uh, mentioned yesterday that was uh, rumored released by WWE NXT's UK roster, to be more specific, was Tucker. I When Tucker. I first read that, I thought it was Tucker Knight. And I'm like, oh, shit. Like, I was like, no. Heavy machinery is going to be no more. Those guys needed each other. No, Tucker is actually, well, actually, Otis would probably be fine on his own. I don't know, man. I feel like Tucker Knight, like. He, his his implementation with the Otis Dozovich characters. Otis Dozovich and R Truth. No, I think and Carmella. I think just you need a, you need a straight team. man in that group, and I feel like Tucker Knight being the subdued one like compliments Dozovich better. Uh, so Tucker is uh, he's actually NXT UK <laughs> roster. Tucker Knight is not released. So um, who was actually of worry. Northern uh, Irish origin, who signed with NXT UK and competed in the 2017 uh, UK Championship Tournament. He was eliminated in the first round by Tyler Bate. Um, he also competed on the 2018 edition where he lost in the first round to Joe Coffey. Um, Tucker was mostly used as enhancement talent, but nothing official is confirmed yet, um, like Nick Miller's. But Tucker's profile is also gone from WWE's website. So it's kind of an indication that they're letting him go. Um, it's kind of just kind of crazy that WWE is actually releasing people. Somebody like highlighted an extra space. I was, oh, fuck, did I delete Tucker's? My bad. Hold on. He put that no, back up there. No, but, but like it's just kind of interesting that they're releasing people now. Mm-hmm. That, you, that like you normally, like nowadays, you never really see that. Considering they're trimming like, the fat, man. Like post-Wrestle, like there would always be these post-WrestleMania cuts, and that hasn't been going on for the past few years because for reasons I don't really account for. But yeah, WWE, rele- WWE releasing people. You'd normally don't hear that that often so and once you do like it it kind of again it kind of just makes things a bit more significant yeah there was a third uh release recently too um nothing of big significant name but uh what was it a seven foot tall boxer from china you know how wwe has been expanding into oh, i uh, heard about this, the asian actually. market um this was a while ago i think yeah 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 no i think it was a couple months ago yeah um it was just i saw it down so i was like you know what i figured he was in the performance center too Keep it going. It's just more or less performance center cuts, yeah. which you know never really make any significant rounds. Like, okay, they got cut because you know they just couldn't cut it, more <laughs> or less. Yeah, uh, that's unfortunate. So, best of luck to all three of you guys. Um, you know, hopefully Tucker finds a good place in the UK scene somewhere if he is. I released. mean, the U- if it's not confirmed, and but there's we'll so much. See how it is with the UK scene. It's not going to die. It's going to be. It's going to be thriving harder than ever. Okay, Pete Dunn. It's what? I'm just saying. No, I'm okay. I'm saying WWE is sucking up all this talent. I agree, but there's so much opportunity now for anyone to come up through the ranks. They can showcase their talent now that didn't have a chance before. 
you know they're not going to get buried yeah but a, then would you think that'll that that doesn't necessarily translate to dollar signs for those promotions you know but there's still a there's still fans out there. i mean there's always going to be wrestlers exactly there's, there's always going to be people rising up to the occasion it's really just on the onus is just on the promoter on the promotions that how are they how are they able to capitalize on these mm-hmm. and to a point where like they have to make sure that these people are loyal enough to stay or else any momentum any momentum they'll get, they're, they're building and in making a name for themselves they're going to get at least a, WWE is at least going to look at them for a, you know but yeah and i think a lot of these promotions too have to realize that a lot of these places aren't the end game for wrestlers you know like i mean that's what all elite wrestling's all about right they're trying to create an end game for no, people no but they're trying to like make sure that WWE just isn't the be all end all. Yeah, I know that'd be cool. Still, don't think it's going to happen, but I, I think it'd be it's it's ideally it's really cool. We'll see, man. I hope it does. Fingers crossed, man. Fingers crossed. Uh, let's keep it going with uh, some more news. Keeping it on WWE Performance Center tryouts. There was a Performance Center tryout this week, and a lot of notable names were there. Says the, who? Says WWE.com with their pictures being posted this week. So they shared uh, photos of the trial that taken place this week in the Performance Center, which confirmed independent wrestler Penelope Ford was in attendance. Ford, Wait, Joey Janela's Joey Janela's girl, Pen- the bad girl herself, Penelope oh. Ford, um, who appeared at All In over the summer, is seen doing drills amongst WWE hopefuls in the pictures and videos with, uh, according to WWE's various social media accounts. Well, uh, break a leg. Yeah. Uh, also in attendance was local, local and Southern California star Jake Atlas, who wrestles in APW a lot. He was in attendance. He was seen in the pictures. Who's he known by? Just Jake Atlas? Jake Atlas is okay. his uh, wrestling name. Um, then who else was there? 25-year-old Carl Bloom, a son of WWE uh, Wayne Bloom. Never heard of him. I wonder how Carl Fredericks is doing right now. Carl Fredericks. Oh, he had a match at the um, against, I think, ACH at the Lions break. Okay. Yeah, he's doing. He's coming up. He's getting more shows now. Okay. So you know, hopefully, man, we'll see him. He's a young lion officially. Oh wow. He's officially known as Young Lion Carl Fredericks. That's that's kind of surreal to hear. I know, right? It's awesome. I love it. Um, let's see who else was here. Twenty-three-year-old um, Jeremiah uh, Bunye. Um, I don't know. He apparently he's from Florida Bama Shore. That's a show on MTV. Apparently, Michael, do you know the show Florida Bama Shore? Oh yeah, I'm a huge fan. Are you really? No. Oh, okay. I don't know what it is. Um, and uh, the man of tomorrow, Donald Howard. I don't know. A lot of uh, a lot of uh, indie names. Uh, Shane Strickland, a part of that name? No, but okay. he did just drop his uh, Defy Pro Wrestling Championship. Okay, so this is just another just a round of people we just don't really really yeah. know about. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But Penelope Ford, man, who knows if she was there? She could have been there just uh, working as a. Uh, as kind of like a tryout person. Yeah. She could have been like, okay, let's WD paid her to come in. To, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. We'll see from here. And our last piece of news. We got a piece of, we got someone showing up to Monday Night Raw. He's coming to California's capital. He's coming. He's going to shake it up. I don't think it's going to be a draft. It's going to be a shake up. Well, there's never a draft. Vince doesn't like that word draft. It reminds him too much of actual sports. Have you heard that? What, what do they call that again then? It's a shake up. It's okay. A superstar. He said he's going to shake it up this week. Hopefully. It doesn't remind him of sports too much, but then the their mantra is sports entertainment. That's the what I heard is that Vince doesn't like the word draft because it reminds him of sports. The draft. Yeah. Uh, 
Oh, he had to the he, war draft. He, he had to dodge the draft and like, oh no, I don't, uh, I don't, I don't want to dodge that again. Uh, me and Donnie got out of that because uh, you know they're great friends. But yeah, Vince McMahon, he's going to be at Monday Night Raw this week to quote unquote shake things up, um, according to Baron Corbin's Twitter account because he didn't block us on that. Or wait, he didn't block me on that. He blocked the show. Um, he's there to give him a raise. He said he's going to be there Monday night to give me a raise. Thank you, Vinny. I'm sure that'll happen. So That's news. Anything else you want to add to the news this week? Um, uh, for the rest no, of the week? nothing. All right. I got nothing. Let's move on to reviews. Reviews. Da, 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 da. I felt like we had to transition in. That's very, very festive of you, Corey. You know what? I'm going to work on it. All right. Let's kick it off with uh, sequentially, like you say. That's, a, that's the word you made up, right? I mean, I didn't invent the word sequentially. What? Uh, that's true. I, I I did not coin that term, Corey. All right. Let's kick it off a little NXT UK. Started off with a video package with uh, Triple H, Johnny Saint, and Sid Scala announcing the NXT UK Tag Team Championships. Ooh. Which I thought was kind of weird because it was a quick like video package like it happened last week, but it didn't. I'm actually a little... There's some things that happened on these two shows the way they put these shows together that made no sense at all and not by a writing way. It was by an editing point of view and hmm. a video production point of view. How? How so? Well, like I said, this, it's like a, it's like the video package was like, it seemed like last week on NXT UK. And it just didn't communicate that. It, they didn't communicate the fact that they introduced these tag titles. This is well. the first time. Yeah. They didn't indicate that this is the first time that they were introducing them. Well, that's pretty unfortunate. It was just weird. No. The first match of the night was flash Morgan Webster versus Fabian Oikna. Ooh, it was, a, it was it was a fun match. Uh, before the match, though, Mark Andrews gave uh, Morgan uh, words of encouragement. He said, "Be careful out there, mate." He said, "All right, mate." Because right, they mate. said, "Because they're all mates." Yeah, Eichner goes in. He uh, Eichner goes in for the handshake, but uh, he, you know, Webster, he's quicker than that man. He kicks his hand away, uh, tries to go for a roll up, kicks out. Uh, Webster jumps to the outside. Eichner pushes Webster into the solid steel chairs or the stairs. I mean, stairs, chairs. Sorry, I'm on. That's tomorrow. That's TLC. Out comes Mark Andrews to cheer on uh, Flash Morgan Webster. He gets in before the 10 count. Multiple strikes and chops to Webster. Uh, fans, though, seemed very deflated in this match. They were not into it at all. I think because, I mean, I don't know. I would. You think these tapings were just like consecutive? Is that why? They were just of mm-hmm. close proximity towards each other. And as the deeper we are into NXT UK... Like, it's like, oh, bloody hell, mate. And then we'll get one week where everyone's, like, super excited. And then uh, like, yeah! And then, uh, then Eichner claws into Webster's traps in what looks like the most relaxing move ever to take. Because uh, he just looks like he's giving him a back massage. And I was like, that just looks comfy right there. Uh, Brainbuster suplex to Webster. Headbutt to Eichner. Uh, Webster goes to the top rope. Eichner rolls out of the ring. Eichner then set up the stairs. Andrew stops him because he says, hey, buddy. Don't you do that. Don't you dare. I'm sure he said that. Uh, the end of the match, though. Uh, Eichner, this is the part that perturbs me. Eichner sets up for the powerbomb, but Webster rolls him up for the win in the pin. Fabian Eichner loses yep. to Flash Morgan Webster. Good on you, mod father. And I, I I, think it was ridiculous for that to end like that. I'm sorry. I like The mod father's cool, but they're trying to build Eichner up like this monster and this guy, this dominant like heel. Now and the mod it, mod father is the, the mod, modster. The modster. The modster. Yeah, so I just wasn't a fan of the end. But hey, where's Eichner going to go from here now? Like, yeah, ever since 
The like, first video I made for that YouTube channel was just hyping up Fabian Eichner, and this uh, is what want, happens. You want to see more Eichner? You want to see more? Get I don't think Vince books these shows. Corey. No, Vince booked this. Okay. He said, I saw the video, man. I'm, in, I'm coming to California. He's like, I'm going to research their, their local culture there. And he saw City Wrestling Radio. Next up, we have backstage Radsey. He's with Amir Jordan. Radsey, he's very excited to see Amir Jordan because Amir Jordan's always happy and dancing and lovable. You know Amir Jordan, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's just loving it. He says him and Kenny Williams are going to are finally on the same page, and they hope to get a shot at those NXT Tag Team Championships. That's when Kenny Williams walks in. Amir's demeanor completely changes. He gets no. a little bit more. And Kenny Williams says, you know what? I like your dancing, mate. But, you know, you got to get serious sometimes. He says, all right, let's do this. Let's go out there and win. That's when he looked at Radsey and said, there's no excuse for your dancing, Radsey. Stupid Radsey with his hair and his and his suit. He's leave, a suit. Leave him alone, Corey. You know what? No. I, there needs to be a little bit of uh, like new ki- like hazing that we do to the new kids. Like, no, we got Noah last week. We got to get Radsey this week. I mean, how are we going to get uh, Radsey? He's all the way in London right now. Well, or had, UK. I don't know where the hell they are. It's like the same thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, Joe Coffey backstage. Everyone's really poorly mic'd up, so I have no idea what they're really saying. Uh, something about... Oh, yes. Something True about... True mark of a good uh, side show. Wrestling show, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, something about Joe Coffey winning tonight. Next up, Killer Kelly versus Isla Dawn, the White Witch. What, 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 what? White Where, witch. Where's the white, Michael? Why isn't she wearing white, it's Michael? Skin. That's I don't want to. I don't want a gimmick based on race. I want a gimmick based off of a, of a character. You know, race is a no. Race is not a character. No, it's definitely not. She's wearing black and red, so it annoys me. And Killer Kelly, she's in this match and loses fucking Isla Dawn. What's wrong with that? It's Killer Kelly. They're 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 building up Isla Dawn for the Ray Ripley match. So of course I know they, they are. I know. Um, the end of this match. It was a good match. I just I'm not a huge fan of Isla Dawn. I think she's kind of slow Isla in the. Dawn, she's very pretty, but she's very slow in the ring. And I just something scrappy about her. I, I think Killer Kelly is the better is is the superior talent. I think absolutely one, but uh, you know you do what you got to do. Uh, eventually. Uh, Isla Dawn does hit the uh, jumping knees, a V-trigger-like maneuver to Killer Kelly, and her float-over finisher, which is basically a suplex to Killer Kelly. Isla Dawn gets the pin in the win. She's still not wearing white. I still don't care. But after the match... How very shallow of you. Hey, you know what? She's going to be the White Witch. I'm just saying. I want I want to see like gimmicky Halloween stuff, like a Halloween hat, like a like a witchy Halloween hat, but white. I'm still with it. With like, um, I got it. spider webs. Like fake dollar store spider webs coming down on her, and like the little plastic spiders. Wow, and you really like, convinced me, Corey. She's like, ooh, and she says, ooh. <laughs> uh, Radsey's in the ring. She he wants to know well, one question that's on everybody's mind: What's next? And she goes on. She says, "My eyes definitely in my mind." Says, "My eyes, my desires are truly set on the NXT UK Women's Championship." Out comes the champion, Rhea Ripley. Isla Dawn challenges to a match right here, right now. But Rhea raises her title and says no because nah, man. yeah, even though Isla Dawn was just in a match and Rhea Ripley's twice the size of Isla Dawn, she could have went out there and destroyed that girl. I'm just saying, and then just been done with it right there. Rhea Ripley, you want her to look like a monster? What are you doing over there? I'm, I am deconstruct. My iPhone case broke, and now I'm just like, you know what? Might as well break it even further. All right, 
uh, Isla Dawn uh, challenges Rhea Ripley to a match next week. Yeah. And Rhea Ripley looks super weak walking away from this. It's a leather iPhone case, and it was just like, it's just being so easily breakable. Like, man, this thing has gone through the ringer. I need to get one of them. You know what? Get Give the White Witch the respect she deserves, all right? Sorry. Sorry. Next up, Dave Mastiff. Sorry, Isla Dawn. He's in a Dave Massive in an empty arena promo. I'm throwing this away. Yeah, yep, there you go. Uh, you can just leave it on the table. It's fine. Um, Dave Mastiff, he's being interviewed in an empty arena. He's uh, They're asking him. He's, they said, this is an interview with the undefeated monster of NXT UK. His like, iPhone's raw now. God knows what's going to happen next. Ah. You know, like every iPhone I've had cracked at least once. So we're going to see. We're going to see how this is going to go. Yeah, living, no. Living life on the edge. Empty arena, of course. Exactly. Uh, interview, Dave Mastiff. Yeah, I agree. Oh, what? <laughs> He's being <Yes>. interviewed. <laughs> uh, empty arena. And they said, what's what's next for you? He starts talking, and then walking up behind him, ooh, that sinister Eddie Dennis. Ooh. He says, I'm sorry, I didn't get the memo when you wanted to interview That's a the that undefeated name, monster. That name, Eddie Dennis. It, you don't mess with Eddie Dennis. Ooh. That dastardly Eddie Dennis. Ooh. Okay, I'm going to stop doing this now. Eddie Dennis. Ooh. Stop that. No, stop that. Corner. No. Uh, massive challenges into a match next week, basically. Because, you know, they're both undefeated. They're both monsters. So there's the only one undefeated monster. Hoss White. But, man. Mastiff looks great. I love Mastiff's look. He looks he's like, like a fucking three hundred pound Canelo Alvarez. He looks like Vader Junior. to me. That too, like a baby Vader. Like I just want baby Vader. Oh, that's that's an insult. I mean, come on, he gotta, so, you got to oh, let Mastiff be Mastiff. I know, but he comes out with like the Vader trunks that are like the red V. Oh, well, he has no one to blame but himself. Yeah, for that. Uh, next up, we have Amir Jordan and Kenny Williams versus James Drake and uh, Liverpool's number one. Zach Gibson. Michael, take your shoe off. No, these are... I'm not going to do that. Okay, I know they're $300 shoes, but if you hate Zach Gibson, take your shoe off. No, no, I'm quite fond of Zach Gibson. I like his jacket. looks like Sami Zayn's. And it reminds me of Sami Zayn's. And that, you know, if you remind me of Sami Zayn, I like you. Can they be, uh, like, storyline cousins? Sure, why not? And they just hang out at a pub. Like, Sami Zayn... I'm like going to say yes to all of this, Corey. Sami Zayn just goes there on vacation. I'm and, with you. And he's just like, hey, I'm crazy and kooky. And then with both K's, too. Yeah, there you go. But James Drake, he comes out and his entrance jacket is like three sizes too big on him. It's a like a jean jacket. I swear to God, the arms are probably 10 inches bigger like, than his actual arms. It's like arms. Dakota Kai's jacket. Yeah, yeah. It, but it looks bigger on him than Dakota Kai's looks on her. Like he looks like he wearing, tried. He looks like he's wearing Dave Mastiff's jacket. He tried. I Yeah, he tried something. Uh, Drake and Jordan start the match. That sounds like a tag team right there. Uh, Jordan and Williams clear the ring. Stereo suicide dive to the heels. Jordan looks like he almost missed. Yeah, Jordan looks like he almost uh, missed that suicide dive. Um, almost fell on the floor. Gross. Yeah. yeah. Um, so if you hate Zach Gibson, stand up. No? All right. Uh, tag to Gibson. Uh, Gibson beats down on Jordan. Jordan reverses the backdrop. Neckbreaker to Gibson. Eventually, it becomes a two-on-one handicap match versus uh, Kenny Williams. You get assisted code breaker to Kenny Williams, and Zach Gibson gets the pin and the win. So you know everyone's trying to vie for those uh or vie for those NXT UK titles. That's the right word. Yeah, I, I, maybe. I if it's not, guys, let me know at SoundCloud or Facebook.com at CWR415. Whatever. 
Uh, yeah, Zach Gibson gets the pin in the win. I don't know where they're going with him because it seemed like at first they were going for the NXT title with him, at least after. See, he won that whole tournament, and now he's going after those NXT tag titles. Why isn't he going after the NXT UK title? He's looking out. He's he's trying to build a he's trying to build an entourage so he can you know have insurance policies for his eventual run but, for the title. I but guess an entourage is an entourage. Get some edge heads in there. You know, you got to get like lackeys, not get it, the tag titles. Still, they still apply. You know, mm. just have at least some form of insurance policy once you're going to go for that NXT UK title. And what a run Zach Gibson would have with those titles. Am I right, fellas, guys? Where, who are you talking to? The no. bees? Yes. The beekeepers? I thought that's what we were calling them this entire time. The beekeepers? No, the bees. The bee. Oh, the fans? Yeah. Oh, the bees. The bees out there suckling on the honey. Okay. No, they throw up honey, right? You, 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 why you got to make this weird, Corey? It's not. It's honey. I know. It, why is honey weird to you? What do you do with honey, Michael? No, but just you're delivered like sucking it up, you know. <laughs> been, you've been, you know. Yeah, no. You know what I'm talking about. Sucking it up. Uh, our next match again, tonight. making it weird. Our next match tonight: Trent Seven versus Joe Coffee. Trent Seven versus Joe Coffee. Really, 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 really good match. I love Joe Coffee a million times over and over again. Trent Seven, uh, fresh off his, uh, fresh off his, uh, you know, Twitter finger. What did he do on Twitter? Twitter? I didn't even see this. You know where to find it. It's in YouTube at City Wrestling Radio of what he had to say about the current state of the US, UK Indies. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought something else happened. Yeah. No, I don't know. Uh, Coffee stands there like a brick wall. Uh, he starts out the match with a slow and methodical pace. Seven. Um, he doesn't back down, though. He fights back and reverse out of a suplex. Uh, buckles on the knee, though, when after coming out of that reversal. Seven falls on the outside. Uh, that's where Wolfgang and Mark Coffee come out. That's when Tyler Bate. Yeah, really good match. So you got to go watch it. Bunch of Snapdragon suplexes to Joe Coffey. Um, the end of the match, though, had, let's see, Coffey takes uh, over with a shoulder tackle and a massive clothesline after the big beatdown. A Mastiff clothesline? A Massive. Oh. Well, I'm sorry. I have Mastiff on the brain now. What can I say? Dave Mastiff, the bomber. Whew. I don't blame you. It's a good looking guy. Big, big, thick man. Um. But yeah, after a clothesline and a shoulder tackle, he pins Trent Seven for the win. Great match all in all. They're really building up this team. The heels now have a name. Did you see this? No, what was it? Gallus. I don't I don't it. get it either. It's, I think it's something it's to do with British Gaelic thing. descent. It's probably a British thing. Because aren't the Coffee Brothers Irish or are they English? Yes. Yes. All the above, right? Um, let's go into hour number two. It starts out with Ashton Smith and Legero versus Mark Coffey and Wolfgang. See, this is what I don't get now. Now they're breaking up the Coffey brothers and putting Wolfgang in the tag team. I don't. It doesn't make sense to me. Why do that when, you know, they're an established tag team and Wolfgang's an established singles wrestler? Why mix it up? Um, but like I said, everyone's trying to make tag teams because, you know, no one's going after those NXT tag titles. So uh, Ashton Smith and Legero team up this week. Uh, Legero and Wolfgang start the match. Quick tags back and forth between Ashton Smith and Legero. Eventually, the big strong boys take control, isolating Legero. Hot tag to Ashton Smith. Springboard back elbow to Coffee, And with a hard chop and an insiguri, uh, Mark Coffey gets the pin on Ashton Smith. I kind of like these. These finishers that aren't finishers. Yeah. Just no, like with Joe Coffey. It's just like with, um, with Seth Rollins and... Uh Dolph Ziggler yeah. to make that comparison to the main roster where Seth Rollins pins Dolph Ziggler with the Falcon Arrow. Yeah, you know it just creates a, a freshness to the ma- to 
to the performers you know it just make brings these variations where like you know wwe has created this certain culture where this one move will finish everything but like no let's you know let's try this we're gonna you know have people have it be an unexpected finish mm-hmm. and get at the end of the day you know feel like this was just more or less a more compelling match because of it you know like i didn't expect it i liked it Ashton Smith, he's cool. I like him. I just, I don't like these random formation of tag teams. Oh, yeah, totally. It, that's getting a little annoying. Um, next up, we have a play. Hey, you never know until you try, Corey. That's true. Well, look at us. Look, we were a random tag team. We were two singles competitors before in the broadcasting department. Keyword single. Exactly. <laughs> uh, playback now we have a video package a playback of isla dawn challenging ray ripley uh, for the title here's another production thing i was talking about so these shows came out on the same day literally one after another the first episode was isla dawn challenging ray for the title are you sure this wasn't like a i'm sure well i'm they were were back to back okay um and now when they show the playback of it happening it says three weeks ago okay so there's nothing three weeks ago about it there was either it was last week. You can say last week because I can believe that and say, well, you know, they were supposed to be a week apart. But now but then they play it. It says three weeks ago. It just it struck out to me and it looked very sloppy. Someone really needs to pay attention to what they're doing there. Or if how about just it. not like release these two at a time? No, I agree with that, too. But that's why they're messing up is that somebody should have went in there and fixed that. It though. just creates a con- it just it's a it just creates a logistical nightmare. Absolutely. I agree. And it completes uh, or. It creates a logistical nightmare for us here at the B Show, you know? We don't know. We, we get confused. We're like, which show are you watching? Which show are you watching? I don't know. Which, which one? First one and second one. Those are my lines. Those are my lines. Ah, those are my cue cards. Um, but yeah, next week we're going to get Ripley versus Dawn um, uh, f- for the title. The so? dog is just before the dawn. I, I wonder who's going to win that. Uh, hopefully she comes out with the witch hat. Uh, next up, Radsy. Radsy, he's with uh, your best friend. He's with Gallus backstage. He asked him, "Is that? Uh, do you think that's enough to impress General Manager uh, Johnny Saint?" You thought right. I did. I forgot for a second. There's so many general managers, dude. I'm sorry. It's just it's confusing. Uh, Joe Coffee says though he's he's not focused on the tag titles. He's focused more on ripping that title from Pete Dunn's mouth. Gross. I know. At least clean it up afterwards. No, he wants the dirt. He wants the dirt. Next, we have oh, the self-made machine, Jack Stars. The self. Oh my stars versus Joseph Connors. This was a this was a squash match. Sorry, uh, Jack Stars. I don't even know who he is. He's like a, I think a local talent from somewhere in the UK. Okay, but he was a little guy. Like he's pretty small. Little man. He's a little guy. Little man. I'm a little guy. I can, I can grab stuff. I can I can get in there for you. I can I can go get it. I'm a little guy. Um, yeah, Joseph Connors gets the win in the pin. He has this weird jacket. It's like, um, what do they call those guys that, like a ringleader, ringleader, right, at a at the circus? They have the long red jackets. Yeah. Yeah. He has like a ringleader's jacket, but it's sparkly. Come one, come all. Next up, oh, Ratsy is with my our good friend of the show, Zaya Brookside. She's there. She says she may not be the most experienced person, but she's ready to, she's ready to fly with Zaya Brookside because she has a match coming up with Jenny. Jenny. Jenny? Creeps up like the creepiest shit ever dude she's standing Zaya's just standing there giving her interview and it's really dark behind her there's no lights behind her so Ginny just and Ginny's very skinny too so she just creeps up behind her and you just see her face poke out through the darkness and I was like ah I the first time ever I've gotten scared from wrestling sorry 
They oh. stare down. They have a matchup coming up. Not Undertaker, not Boogeyman, but Ginny. Ginny, the fashionista herself. Oh. Uh, we have Zaya Brookside versus the fashionista Ginny. Zaya extends not her. Not Naked Midian. Ginny. Oh, that didn't scare me. That just Midian scared. No, Midian and Viscera scared the crap out of me growing up as a kid. Viscera? Especially Viscera. Big Daddy V? Yes. Mm. Anyway, what happened? Uh, Zaya extends her hand at a show of respect. I said it in Australia. Uh, no, never mind. Uh, Jenny kicks it away, back and forth, high body cross or high cross body <laughs> to Jenny. Eventually, we have the fashion disaster to Zaya on we'll the turnbuckle. We'll get through this, Corey. Don't you worry. know what? I'm stumbling over words over yeah. here. There's so much Zaya right here. You know, it's I stumble over my words. Uh, head scissors take down to Jenny. Uh, Zaya eventually tries to lock in a pendulum type maneuver, but her body gives out. Jenny reverses and hits a touch of Couture, which is kind of like. She sets it up like a, a rainmaker, but it's a knee strike instead of a clothesline. So it's the revolution knee. Is that it? Who hits that? It's fuck, it used to be Seth Rollins. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, ripcord knee. Yeah. yeah. They call it revolution knee? They, they named it a bunch of things, dude. King's Landing, too. Yeah. yeah. King Slayer. Oh, God. Jenny gets the pin and the win on Zaya Brookside. Next up, we have James Drake and Zach Gibson coming down uh, to the you ring. You don't seem hung up at all for that Zaya Brookside loss. You know what? She's young. She's not the most experienced, but you know she's she's in it to win it. She's gonna learn overall um, how to win. Yeah, and good on her. Good on her. Next up, Zach Gibson and James Drake in the ring. Cotton candy hair. Go ahead. Well, you know what? She That's should the face. Last thing um, I'll say about it. <laughs> what was it? Candy floss. Candy floss from last week. Remember? Yeah. She should face her and decide who has the real cotton candy here. Who's the sweetest of them all? <gasps> oh, my God. That's such a cute match. Anyways, um, well, I said James Drake, Zach Gibson in the ring. Uh, they're just like, hey, we're going to be the tag champs. And then they leave. It was literally like a minute promo. I didn't get it. I didn't understand why it was there. But, hey, there we go. And our main event of me talking. <laughs> uh, Eddie Dennis versus Dave Mastiff Ooh. in a monster versus monster match. Uh Eddie Dennis tries to square off against Mastiff, but eventually Mastiff hits a massive drop kick. I had to enunciate that better. Um, eventually hits a high crossbody to Dennis. Big boot knocks Mastiff outside. Uh, superplex to Dennis. Rolling suplex to Dennis. Kick out. German suplex. It was just, it was a hoss fight, man. It's a big guy versus a thick guy. It was pretty good. Uh, back and forth between the two. Eventually, Dennis catches Mastiff off the ropes, hits an attempted razor's edge. And then Dennis in the corner, Mastiff gets his corner. What's it called? Like the corner bomb? It's like a cannonball. Yeah. yeah. Power, corner power bomb, Seth Rollins thing. We keep on talking about Seth Rollins. I can't stop thinking about Seth Rollins. You just want to talk about Seth Rollins. Yeah. All by myself. Uh, Dave Mastiff hits the, the cannonball win. Dave Mastiff still undefeated NXT UK. So good show. I like NXT UK. It's fun. It's getting better. It's, you know, more titles means more storylines. They're just mixing everything up and they they're getting their feet wet. They're treading water right now and we'll see what happens. Aside from their obvious video production lulls, apparently. I mean, yeah, but if that's all I can complain about, then hey, right? Can't complain about the wrestling. Oh god. Ah, ah, mic ah, drop is ah. Yeah, you know it. He can't complain about the wrestling. Mic drop. Yeah. But uh that's NXT UK for that week, right? Yeah. Yeah. And no that, Jordan Devlin, no uh, no, no Pete Dunn. No this is Jordan. just Pete Dunn's rarely on 
on the show, dude. He's too good for it. He's Brock Lesnaring the NXT UK title. That's why. He's like, I've had the longest reign as a champion, right? Yeah, I shouldn't be here every week because every time I'm there, I win. So I might as well. I got a newborn, and you were supposed to do that evolution storyline with me on the main roster. I just, I don't like it. Kevin Owens and I, I like it a lot. I like it a lot. (sighs) Two of five live. Oh, you're doing this this week? Yeah. Nice. Yes, because I didn't. We didn't want to do that miscommunication (laughs) with freaking NXT UK again, right? But uh, 205 Live, uh, I just wrote that on my notes. We start off with Buddy Murphy versus Grand Metalik. Great match. Uh, yeah. Uh, collar and elbow tie-up. Metalik does a head scissors. Murphy kicks up, kips up. Topi con hero con Metalik. And then a Frankensteiner. Murphy reverses a tornado DDT into a delayed suplex, which I thought looked insane. Mm-hmm. They have a ca- they have a count-out tease for Metalik. Uh, super kicks from Metalik. Murphy springboards his knee, but gets caught with a Metalik driver for the two. I thought it was a really good pinfall or near pinfall. Yeah. Uh, kicks to Metalik. Murphy's law victory roll pin and the win. I like I said, great match. Metalik. He looked like a million freaking dollars here. Yeah, like way better than he he's looked in probably years. In, or like months. in, in any freaking throwaway Lucha House Party match or anything, this was just a. Just a great, great showing from both of the lads, and of course you got to put over Buddy Murphy because a he's the champion, and b you got to build up for that. Well, absolutely, yeah, for the, that TLC title match. Which, which this was a two match show, by the way. It was. And it consisted of the two contender, well, the two people involved with the cruiserweight match. So, mm-hmm. I think in a way, it kind of made me more compelled to watch this show because it's leading to somewhere, which is TLC. I was a little bummed out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It has yeah, a purpose. I, I was gonna say I was a little bummed out that it was. Okay, so Buddy Murphy against Grand Metal League. It was I was like, oh my god, okay, Grand Metal League versus Buddy Murphy. That's unexpected, but it's gonna be a really good match. When Cedric went against Tony Nice at the end of the show, I was kind of like, okay, I thought that, this was. I thought that it was. was a, it was a good match, but it was predictable of the oh, of who he was gonna face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not the match itself, but the who he, the the opponent was for Cedric. In the back, Akira Tozawa messes with Brian Kendrick and his jacket. Drake Maverick appears and tells Kendrick and Tozawa's tag match against Gulak and Gallagher, who I now name them. Gulacker is a street fight. Uh, face promo from Kendrick says, saying he manipulated people and is grateful that Gulacker beat it beat it out of him. I don't know how much longer I'm going to say Gulacker. Mm-hmm. It was it was fun when I typed it. Uh, Tozawa mentions to Drake about the tag title loss and that he's fired. Drake disputes that fact. Well, he did a yeah. He's like the Vince McMahon. Yeah, thing. the Vince McMahon. You're fired. Which you know that's kind of his thing. Apparently, around the locker room, he has the best impersonation of Vince McMahon. Which oh, uh-huh. I used to love when he was doing. Remember when they were looking for a new GM? Yeah, and, and he, he was, was walking. Like, around I'm Vince McMahon. And he was like, No, you're, I'm not fired. Ari Davari promo, a typical complaining, we're the real men heel promo. Um, he complains about the roster dressing up <laughs> as superheroes. Uh, he complains about the roster dressing up as superheroes and retweeting compliments. Tommy appears. Davari extends his hands. Tommy shakes it. Whatever. Cedric Alexander versus Tony Nese. This is the main event of the show. Yeah. I got real tired, and all I wrote down was lumbar check Cedric wins. I'm not – that's in no way selling this uh, this match short. A lot of shit happened. I think Tony Nese's theme music – and his general look and his general offense warrants him having a face turn in the foreseeable future because I do think that guy looks like a million bucks. I don't like his music. I kind of like his music, but that's just whatever. You don't like Deanna Parrazzo's music, so yeah. what, what type of taste do you have, Corey? Um, I like Xbox. Good... I like Xbox theme song. Uh, well, there you go. Anyway, that was two hundred five live. A uh, quick one. Uh, you know. Oh wait, post match. 
completely about, completely yeah. forgot about the post match. Uh, Buddy Murphy he lays down the title, tries to sneak attack Cedric, but Cedric retaliates, and then they both stare down because it's the go home show for TLC, <laughs> which they you know I'm sure it'll be a great match. <sighs> looking forward to it, Corey. Oh, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I'm going. I'm yeah. if you guys want to go, hit me up and pay me a hundred dollars, and you can buy a ticket. <laughs> That's right, listener. You can, you too can okay. go to TLC if and you're hang the, out with Corey if you're in the City NorCal. Area able to make it to San Jose, you too can watch City Wrestling Radio. Or if you want to donate to City Wrestling Radio and you know just pay for the ticket so I can have a seat next to me, it's empty. That'd be fun. I like seats empty next to me. NXT, ho ho ho, and away we go. (laughs) That's literally the one thing I wrote down from this show Mm -hmm. because I know it was your turn. It was well, you always review NXT, Mm -hmm. but I wrote that down because I was like, we have to. As uh, ADR Morrow tells us as we start the show. We start off with Bobby Fish versus EC3. Adam Cole said, no, Bobby Fish enters with Undisputed Era. Shock and, system. Yes. Adam Cole says, Undisputed Era starts the holidays early. He says EC3 was stupid enough to go to NXT to elevate his career to new heights and that NXT is Undisputed Era's world and revolves around them. Cole makes a promise that in 2019... No, he makes a promise and that 2019 will drape Undisputed Era in championship gold it's not a threat it's undisputed so do you it's my personal opinion that the nxt tag titles should be on bobby fish and kyle o'reilly not roderick strong kyle o'reilly but they but then they entered as i know it's just but didn't he take the title like once bobby fish got hurt roderick strong took his place it's just it's i mean whatever i i know it's whatever but i would rather see the north american title on uh roderick strong than bobby fish i'd rather see the north american title on ricochet Okay, well, if I, I'm saying out of undisputed, <gasps> is Ricochet going to join Undisputed Era? God, I hope not. Okay. Uh, EC3 fights with power, but gets distracted, and Bobby Fish then. <laughs> oh, bless him! Excuse me. Let's try that again. Uh, EC3 fights with power, but gets distracted when Bobby Fish then works the leg. Eventually, EC3 gets buckled and rolled up for the pin victory for Fish. Uh, Undisputed Era then post-match beatdowns EC3, but is rescued by Heavy Machinery with their yeah. with their finest jeans and boots. Oh, yeah. Just shirtless, but with jeans. It looks great. Uh, Otis does the Caterpillar, and then everyone's magically happy. I think on uh, Kyle O'Reilly, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because he's, I think, probably the best seller out of all of them. Oh, yeah. Uh, up next, we have Io Shirai and Dakota Kai getting interviewed. I like that. Io Shirai and Dakota Kai. Yeah, I didn't even realize that. Uh, they don't like it when they get attacked by Jasmine Duke and Marina Shafir. They want a tag match against them next week. Thrilling. Nice. Uh, Danny Birch and Oni Lorkin versus The Mighty. The Mighty. I forgot to say the T in Mighty. For almost, probably for the last time. For, you know, yeah. Probably. Uh, fast action to start as they both brawl to the outside. The Mighty do a combination superplex powerbomb. The Mighty also do a cannonball pin combo to a two-count. Double DDT to Miller and Thorne from Lorkin. Lorkin chops both Mighty members one at a time, but they both slap Lorkin. But as he gets down, Mighty slap each other. You see that? That's why he left. He said, you know what? I'm leaving. Uh, My brother slapped me. I'm done. Uh, Sets up the high-impact DDT for the pin and the win, and it was a quick but athletic match. I thought it was great. What a send-off for Nick Miller, I guess. Yeah, I guess that's it. Yeah, well, we'll I mean, we'll see. we'll see. Oh, can uh, Shane Thorne like join Street Profits? Sure, why not? Okay. 
Uh, we're getting a steel cage match between Black and Gargano next week. That'll be fun. Gargano selfie promo with convenient lighting but unfortunate angle. He says he never sinned and that Johnny Gargano did nothing wrong. Ends justify the means. He says Black is in the wrong place at the wrong time and that he ch- and he closes the book on Alistair Black. A, Don- a Donovan Djokovic promo. He tells people to feast your eyes. Again, he'll be there next week, right? Yep, that'll be awesome. I, I can't wait, dude. We're looking. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Uh, Shayna Baszler interview. She says it doesn't matter who wins the Fatal Four Way Number care. One Contenders match. Duke and Shafir laugh at the Shirai and Kai tag match and totally not shielding their promo ability. Oh my god! <laughs> I swear, like they just laugh and then they just like <laughs> we're just gonna walk away because <laughs> we haven't taken promo classes yet. Uh, Deadeye Regal is back with another, with another t- tweet graphic. Let me try that again. Oh God! Deadeye Regal is back with another tweet graphic. Um, I'm actually just considering the whole <laughs> YouTube oh, edit yeah. thing. Yeah. Uh, saying Lacey Evans is the next person in the Fatal Four Way match in two weeks because she won it in a house show. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. They're just adding women to this match based off how hey, the results. Go you go yeah, you no. and I still love that they haven't told them to take that picture down. <laughs> on his Twitter, like him and Daniel Bryan uh, during doing? Halloween. No, that's not that. That's his Twitter profile picture. That's the one he wants to act. You know, he wants people to see. But then the actual just graphic of William Regal, where he just stares his heads at an angle, and he just like does this weird ass smile with his dead eyes. Yeah, they still use that. Um, Mia Yim versus Reina Gonzalez. Winner gets a spot in the Fatal Four Way. Reina Gonzalez back from the the May Young Classic. Yeah, Gonzalez got a cowbell. She overpowers Yim for a second, but Yim eventually doesn't eat defeat. Yim gets added to the Fatal 4-Way number one contenders match because she wins that match with the eat defeat. Yeah. Yeah. Alistair Black vignette uh, implies he's not human by observing the feelings of the human race. Uh, he asks how does it feel to be in a cage match against Gargano. He says he doesn't feel anything and that Gargano is far beyond redemption and is deserving of annihilation. There won't be an escape and that he will simply fade to black. I swear, these two weeks have made Black really good at promos. Yeah. Like this vignette and then the promo last week. uh, Yeah, you'd have to try real hard to ruin this guy. And I have zero doubt in my mind that the mains will try. (laughs) Yeah. Honestly. Uh, Main event. Speaking of squandered talent. Hey, everyone. It's Tyler. Look at him. It's Tyler. It's Tyler Breeze returning to full sail to answer Ricochet's open challenge. Prince Pretty has returned to his kingdom. Tyler Breeze versus Ricochet. Remember? Hey, dude, do you remember that uh, Tyler Breeze fought Jushin Thunder Liger? Absolutely. He's probably and he's pretty much the only one signed right now who has fought Jushin Thunder Liger. Mm -hmm. And you know, that's not true. There's plenty of people. I'm sure Ricochet has. The amount of people who have signed WWE. Definitely. There's no doubt. Yeah. Adam Cole. But in a WWE ring. Oh, no. Yeah, Yeah, totally. I'm not going to delve too much into it from an analysis standpoint. Flippy shit happens. It's good stuff. Trust me. Go watch it. Uh, Breeze, but I I digress. Breeze does a super kick and a reverse run into a two count. Ricochet catches a beauty shot midair, converts it into a Michinoku driver, I think, for the pin and win. Uh, they shake hands and Ricochet exits the ring, but we go off air. Uh, I have no doubt in my mind Breeze got an off air standing ovation. Honestly, oh, absolutely. Because like, like, Ricochet left the ring first. And then you see Tyler Breeze just by himself over there. Yeah. Uh, this match was a reminder of two things. Tyler Breeze is super talented, and fresh matches keep your shows fresh. It's something that I think the main roster is just too gun-shy of doing because they're like too scared of giving away stuff for free or scared that their performers just go too much and risk injury. 
But, uh, you know, I guess wrestlers got to wrestle. You know, getting around that. Yeah. I, Tyler Breeze is super open to doing whatever, too, it seems like. Right after Fandango got hurt, he was like, bam, you need like, someone I'm down. bored. Yeah. He was like, <laughs> you, you know? need someone to NXT show? I'll do it yeah. because, I mean, and I'm sure once uh, Triple H got word of that, he's like, all right, you've already established yourself at NXT. Yeah. We'll bring you down. You'll be a big pop. But seriously, like, just like a match, like, these are the... The just the sheer idea of just Tyler Breeze versus Ricochet, like yeah, it's not gonna like headline a takeover, but then it just it's just like a really good like just a fresh match, you know. You don't get enough of those anymore. Like yeah. you just like usually there is a reason why these two people are fighting each other. Like like you see like that whole Seth Rollins Dolph, Dolph Ziggler thing where there's just these constant rotations with him, either McIntyre or Rollins, Corbin yeah. or like. And it's just, it's three hours for God's sake. And yet, like, NXT only has one and manages to keep their stacked roster seem fresh. Like, you don't, there's no, um, there's no Matt Riddle. There's no, uh, what's his name? It's blanking on me right now. Uh, happy black guy. Keith Lee. Yes. <laughs> I, I, I can't believe I blanked out on yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, as, a, as, 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 uh, like, as stacked as NXT seems to be, they just somehow, some way, just, make sure that everybody gets their spot in mm-hmm. rather like with raw like there's like what like four dudes and then they just constantly constantly just make sure that those get their spotlights at the expense of everybody else yeah and um but yeah that was nxt um now we get into my favorite part of the show no wait that's new sorry no it's wrestling show and tell wrestling show and tell where we show and tell thank you Corey. tna unbreakable 2005 aj styles versus christopher daniels versus samoa joe for the x division championship to start off this match we we are presented with the x factors which is pretty much just bullet points for why these guys are just freaking fighting it's great undefeated Samoa Joe earns title shot Daniels costs styles the super x cup first pin or submission wins a uh, guy with a sign that says Samoa Joe is pro wrestling jungle oh my god jungle island theme for Samoa Joe and he looks like a second grader getting ready for his first reconciliation <laughs> he looks Talon like a little baby all. yeah I mean they all look like babies and eh, especially yeah him and AJ were like tiny Christopher AJ- Daniels I don't know he no he looked the same the same yeah AJ Styles with short hair and no goatee, looking about 12. Uh, but seriously, growing up, AJ Styles was a guy to me who just felt like any promotion he stepped foot in, like he's going to become the face of the company. Like this was especially true in TNA where it seemed like it was going that way. Like he was going to be the John Cena of TNA, but like way more bombastic and exciting, which I mean, I guess is a shame, really. Uh, Mike Tanay says Daniels is six months into his title reign, something neither Joe nor Styles has done. Jeremy Borash with quite possibly the trashiest suit I've seen in a long time with a V neckline. You, I swear, you could go all the way to the belly button. You remember this, Corey? Sometimes you got to go deep V, man. Yeah. You got to go for the super deep V. Uh, Probably from uh, Old Navy, what, $5? I mean, it's Florida. I have no doubt in my mind. Uh, Daniels, I mean, bell rings. Daniels gets his ass kicked by both men. Chops and forearms and kicks to the back. They're just torturing Daniels like it's a competition. Crowd is is just pretty much hot throughout this match. Daniels gets up and tells them to stop. They hit him again. Joe's and Styles then trade pinfall attempts. Joe attempts a rings rings of Saturn, but Daniel breaks it up. Combination bulldog and kick to Styles. Uh, and Joe from Daniels, and pretty much like a portion of this match, just had each guy like getting their shit in from to both dudes, yeah. Without like pretty much just without losing a beat. Mm-hmm. Um, 
A this is awesome chant breaks out. Mike Tanay just yells, you're right. This is awesome, you guys. I I can't believe it. Like, these guys were just going insane over it. Right. Uh, Joe does an inverted moon kick and then sent on to Styles for a two count, which I thought looked badass. Death Valley driver from Daniels. They all lay down. Uh, Daniels and Styles brawl outside, but Joe does a twisting suicide dive. Don West tells the viewer how lucky they are to watch this match. And in 2005, I don't doubt him. Yeah. Uh, best yeah, moonsault yeah, 2005 for sure best moonsault ever from daniels but the pin is broken up by joe inverted springboard ddt from styles he's and I, he still does this i was like throughout this entire match like i was wondering like i was looking through like what moves uh, aj styles does today and what moves he doesn't do like he did a corkscrew flip jesus christ yeah like, in the middle of the match and um i think the one match that he still does to this day is the inverted style ddt which where he just backflips springboard, and uh, yeah. yeah, STF from Joe to Daniels. Daniels reaches the ropes. Pele kick from St- uh, Styles and does a goddamn torture rack on Joe. Slams him down. Pins him to a two count. Styles class to Daniels. Joe breaks it up. Joe throws Styles out. Irish whips to Daniels. Joe rushes to Daniels. Daniels dodges. Joe spills to the outside. Daniels attempts an angel's wing. Styles reverses it for a pin. One, two, three. Styles is AJ Styles hey. is your new X Division Championship. AJ Styles. What'd you think of this match, Corey? I mean, it was good. From uh, it was a long match, wasn't it? Like about twenty-two f- minutes and fifty seconds. I was gonna say it was close to thirty. Um, it was good because the video was thirty, <laughs> Corey. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it was really good back and forth. I mean, it's TNA though for me, like old school TNA. It's something about it. I on- sucks life out of me. I don't know what it is. What are you talking about, Corey? Like, if you were to ever ask me why TNA had any appeal or momentum at that time, like, I direct them to this match. Mm-hmm. Like, I I was a big, like, as when TNA, like, started getting hot, like, when I, like, noticed, like, oh, Sting is in here. Oh, who's this AJ Styles? Like, I, I was, like, really just super excited at pretty much just anything, anything besides WWE at this point because, like, you know, WCW was, like, was dead and gone, and then, like, you just kind of just felt like there was no real sense of... What was do or die for them? Yeah. For TNA? Uh, I mean, I guess so. Like, I had a warm nostalgia for Mike Tanay and Don West calling this match. Like, they bring a level... I think it was Mike Tanay that that kind of took it out of it for me. Why? Because you just associate Mike Tanay. You don't like Mike Tanay? I love Mike Tanay. I don't know. It, it just reminds you of like boring days like, watching WCW back in the day, like when I was a little kid. Well, I mean, because he just because of the material he himself had to deal with those, like yeah, you know, I know. But but then him, like objectively speaking, as a caller, I think Mike Tanay is probably like one of the best, especially with matches like these where like you got to constantly call the action and there's like a ton of action going on at the same time. Yeah, uh, I love Don West. Uh, I know he's not everybody's cup of tea, but then one of my favorite things about Don West is how he just loses his breath. Every time he says a sentence, oh my god, it's great. Uh, but yeah, uh, all three guys Christopher Daniels, AJ Styles, Smo Joe's. I thought they came out of this match looking like the absolute future of that company. And look at they're like the future of the wrestling world right now, yeah. And, you know, they are the future of the wrestling world. Like Christopher Daniels, like wrestled his last uh, contracted uh, ROH match for final battle, which we didn't even talk about. That happened last night, it did but, happen last night, but we digress. Mike Tenet closed the video by asking Don West, can we top this? They didn't. No, no, they didn't. So, yeah. I mean, I'm sure you could, like, cherry pick, like, what else happened afterwards about TNA that was really good. Yeah. You know, but I just just don't have time for that. Yeah. Nobody got time for that. 
Well, thank you. I like thank that. You sh- you showed and you told. Yeah, it was or a wrestling told. show and tell. It's nice to you know break away from like the WWE like main roster thing. Even though the people involved in this match, like two thirds of the people involved in this match, is yeah. involved with WWE now. But then that's just that's really just the nature of the business. I always thought like Samoa Joe and AJ Styles, like, hey, can you imagine what they're wasting away in TNA? They should be in WWE and you know, like where they are now. They're pretty much. I mean, more more so with AJ Styles. Like they are, he is pretty much like a a main cog in that machine right now. Oh, in WWE, yeah, yeah. He just thought like it's kind of it's kind of heartwarming. I kind of wish Samoa Joe gets used up more, but you know he's there. Hey, moderation, Joe. Yeah. Well, thank you. And for my show until next week, I've chosen Randy Orton versus John Cena, two two thousand eight. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm quitting the show, Corey. I'm quitting. I want to do a little bit of a history lesson for myself, so I'm choosing. <clears throat> the King of the Deathmatch Finals, Terry Funk versus Cactus Jack. Wow. A legendary August 20th, 1995 in Japan's Kawasaki Stadium. It's I like how you needed a, needed a shirt. To, like, Corey, like, had to go into the closet I was calling this match. I want to be very specific about what which match it was. Yeah. It's the no rope scramble bunkhouse super barbed wire weapon with an exploding time bomb deathmatch. So that's my show and tell for next week. Show that in the link. Yes, like I will. I definitely will. Okay. Some like illegal YouTube uh, daily motion. Yeah. yeah, yeah, or some like where it's on YouTube, but it's like the little bottom of the is where you have to watch, and the rest yeah. of it's like blown up to where you can't really. But see I'm not it. gonna watch that, <laughs> Michael. I'm not gonna watch it if it's like I'll tr- I'll try to find a good video source of that, but that's not the way I watch wrestling. That's not the oh oh I like that yeah fancy pants on that, but you know before we get out of here. Uh, we'd like to give some birthday shout-outs. Say we only have two birthdays turning, uh, what is it, 2009. Turning 39 years old today, well, today and tomorrow. We have two people turning 39 years old. Today is one member, the leader of Sanity, Eric Young. Happy birthday, Eric Young. I'm going to have a birthday cake, and it's going to be good. Ah. Also, turning... Sounds like Billy Bob Thornton and Sling Blade. <laughs> turning 39 uh, tomorrow... Luke Harper. Happy birthday, Luke Harper. Where'd you go? Where are you? What are you doing? You're injured, right? He's injured, right? Was it him or Eric Rowan that was injured? Eric Rowan's injured. Oh, Luke Harper, where are you? Where are you, buddy? Same with he's in he's with uh he's with Bray White. Let us know at CWR four and five Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. It's my birthday, you know what that means. You know what that what was that thing Eric, uh, Luke Harper would freaking tweet in his Twitter account? Like, it's Monday, you know what that means. It's Tuesday, you know what that means. No, no. What? Go to go to uh, go to Eric Harper's Twitter. Eric Harper. Oh, Luke Harper's <laughs> Twitter. Luke Harper. Eric Rowan. Whatever. There's like one person. Let's get out of here, Michael. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is it for the week. No new. No more news show. Remember, every day we bring you brand new piping hot news. Why you got to remind the viewers that? <laughs> well, I just want to let them know, or like, the listeners that. You know, it's it's. They, I don't want them to be like, man, we have to listen to a news show now too. No. Oh boy. Anyway. Let's get out of here. Uh, their YouTube channel. I'm gonna see if. Well, I don't have the YouTube well, account, but you pro- have to don't upload promise it. Them but I'm something gonna, that. Yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens. Well, uh, you know, I, okay, I'll say this: there will be at least two or three more videos in the can. I'm not sure when they're gonna Eventually. get uploaded, but uh, that's that's my plan going forward to this weekend. Thank you. <laughs> Mr. Uh, graphic designer slash video producer. That's nothing, dude. You can start putting that. You can put that on your resume. You graphic designer course, for City course, Wrestling Radio. Of course, fake it till you make it. Um, I put CEO of City Wrestling Radio on my resume. You're not the CEO. Um, I kind of am. I'm, I'm, I'm the CEO. Okay, okay, whatever. 
going to talk about I'm the CFO, dollar sign. You're the CFO. I make the music. I do the support section. For City Wrestling Radio. For KCSF. got to be more formal about this. For KCSF. For me, Corey Smith. For me! That's how formal I am. Are you doing this every time now? Probably. I'm Corey Smith. I'm Michael Vergara. And we'll see you next week with the Raw Review. All right, guys, have a good weekend. Yeah, we'll see what the hell Vince McMahon's doing. And we'll that see, week. maybe I'll meet, I'll run into you guys if you guys are in Oracle. Tonight, so do a run in for tonight's show oh, yeah. in Oakland. Uh, come get, come by and get your free stickers from City Wrestling Radio. The guy with all the orange and black, and you're like, hey, those aren't A's colors. I know. I'm sorry. All right, guys, see you later. Have a good weekend. Bye.